0: Hello and welcome to Hi-Viz, the Course Chambers-Westgarth construction podcast. My name's Margot Tate and I'm the Business Development Manager for the National Construction and Property Teams. As the world celebrates International Women's Day, we're taking a closer look at gender equality in the construction industry. Where are we? Where do we need to get to? And how do we get there? Today, I'm joined by Melanie Canado, Senior Associate in the Brisbane Construction Team, and we're delighted to welcome Alison Price, Queensland President of NARWIC, the National Association of Women in Construction, and Robert Sabira, Director of Evidence and Data at Construction Skills Queensland. Now, Alison, I might start with you. From NARWIC's perspective, tell us about the outlook in Australia right now in the construction industry when it comes to gender equality.
1: Sure. From NARWIC's perspective, um, we're in this space where we've got a whole lot of support. We've got a Queensland government promising to help us put gender on the tender. We've got employers who are focused really strongly on diversity, offering sponsorship money, which allows us to put that money towards programs to actually change things. Anecdotally speaking, I think we're poised to make probably the single biggest major difference we've made in our industry in a very long time
0: fantastic. Well, this comes at a time when a new report has just come out focusing on gender equality in the industry um, here in Queensland. Robert, CSQ has produced this report. Can you give us a quick snapshot of the findings from the report just to give it some context, please?
2: Yeah, sure. So, um, as Many of your listeners might know um, women make up about fifty percent of the um, general workforce, and for the construction industry as a whole, which includes a whole range of occupations, even some lawyers, um, it's about ten or eleven percent. But the women who are on the tools in the trades less than three percent. So it's it's incredibly low, and um, really the the kind of the worst part of this picture is that. The, the numbers haven't changed in 30 plus years, so we've got very, very low levels and there doesn't seem to be in the data any signs of a turnaround coming soon. So what do you think is driving
0: the downward trend then in the construction industry with female participants?
2: Well, we, we reviewed, um, we didn't do any primary research as, as part of this report, but we did review the existing literature pretty extensively and re- Really, the the theme that comes out very strongly is that the construction industry itself, the culture of it, the 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 ways of working in construction, are not attractive to women. Um, so women find it. Too often they find it a hostile work environment, quite frankly. Um, And so until we start seeing a cultural shift in the industry, so the way largely men behave in the industry, um, we're probably unlikely to see a a massive turnaround um, in the level of female representation. Right, Okay.
1: On that front, I do think that many of the businesses have already recognised this and have these great diversity programs in place. Many of our employers in the industry, though, are small businesses and um, they haven't had access to the resources. They haven't yet seen the benefit. Maybe they've taken on a female apprentice if there's a a daughter or a cousin or a family member. Um, But actually changing their workplaces to... Suit those women is a really challenging thing for those businesses when they're they're just a one or two man band.
0: Well, Alison, it's interesting that you mention apprenticeships because female participation in certain trade apprenticeships has been rising steadily over the last fifteen years. Where are we seeing the growth in these areas?
2: So, carpentry and electrical have been slow and steady growers over you know a couple of decades now um, in the apprenticeship numbers. So, we're hoping that that will translate ultimately into a trade pipeline increase in um, females.
3: And Robert, do you think that this is driven by uh, what work's been going on in Queensland?
2: Look, it it seems to be a longer term trend than than what could be explained just by, say, a cyclical uptick in construction activity. It does seem to be what we economists like to call a secular or structural shift. Um, So something more fundamental seems to be happening. Um, But... What also seems to be happening is well, you know, more women are doing these apprenticeships, but then are we keeping them in the industry post-apprenticeship? That seems to be where the challenge is. And uh, I'd just also like to reinforce what Alison was saying about, yeah, big business seems to be getting behind this, but um, 99% of Queensland construction businesses employ less than 20 people, 60% of them employ none. You know so these are small businesses uh, and that's a huge cultural challenge now the big employers have got these huge subcontractor networks and that gives them reach so at csq we're really um, we're looking to these leaders of the industry these captains of the industries these big players to set a tone that can then filter down to the rest of the industry and there are leaders out there like like Alison herself and, and plenty of men in the industry as well who'd like to see the change. So,
0: Robert, you mentioned what some of the industry bodies can do to help change the perception of female participants in the construction industry. What else can industry bodies be doing to try and shift this mindset?
1: I think it's really important for us all to work together. There's so few of us that having there's lots of little initiatives happening, but unless we all work together so that we're all on the page, all, all on the same page, all heading in the same direction, those little initiatives will
0: only ever be able to change a small amount.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Melanie, from, cause, um, from CAUSE's perspective, what do you think... You know, as a female working within the construction team at CAUSE, what's your
3: perception on this? At CAUSE, we have a number of programs and initiatives that are focused on gender equality, so not just focusing on females but also on male and female participation and driving that equality in our workplace. Um, We see a lot of executive coaching for senior female members of our staff um, to assist them maximise their career potential. One of the events that we run annually is a speed networking, mentoring, sorry, event. Um, And we have both uh, senior male and female um, clients and partners come in and mentor our junior staff. Um, I think that mentoring and networking is such a a great way to um, further support people in industry. I know myself the network that I have through Narwick and through my workplace has helped me to propel my career. Um, it, it gives you that that can do when you get up in the morning and you go, I can do this and I can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I think, really powerful. Mm-hmm. I'm um, indebted to Narwick because I've spent the last five years working with you guys and um, it's, it's a pillar in my life. Not just uh, something that I do f- as part of my job. Um, it's my family. It's my tribe, and I feel really I feel really grateful to have that. And I'm really I'm really grateful to cause because they support that involvement.
2: I think it's really um, noteworthy that you mentioned cause program um, recruits both men and women. Sorry women and men into the gender equality, into the equity program. I think that's that's a big um, challenge for us going forward when we're, when we're talking about um, getting this stuff into the trades, into the frontline roles. Um, recruiting men into the project is just as important. I think too often we we kind of lump it all on women and say, you know, oh, it's just about convincing women that construction is mm-hmm. a great job. You know, it's actually a big part of it is about... Um, changing the attitudes and the behaviors of the men in the industry so that women feel like they're welcome
3: yeah I agree with that I think you need men championing women um, and you need you need to see women need to see that there are women out there doing the roles but you also need to see that those women are supported in those roles that they're not just doing the hard yards Definitely. I think I think that that's the the, the challenge that we have.
0: Okay, fantastic. Well, we've clearly got a ways to go, but there are definitely some encouraging signs. As we've heard today, thank you to our guests and thank you all for listening.
2: Pleasure.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
0: This podcast is for reference purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and should not be relied upon as such. You should always obtain legal advice about your specific circumstances.